matter what it looks like. And I was laughing because, you know, I heard so many talking about that in one way or the other today. And I just said, well, Lord, thank you. You know, you gave me some witnesses. Um, and you know, we've been hearing all the, it's already done. And you know, I've even had people come to me, what do you mean it's already done? I don't understand what this already done means. Um, I said, keep living, you'll see. But it is already done, no matter what it is. And we need to praise God. Because it's already done. What we're doing is we are, we're waiting for the manifestation of it. What's already done. What's already been done by Jesus. And when the Lord gave me, don't give up no matter what it looks like. He also said, regardless of what it feels like. Regardless of what it sounds like. Even if it looks like it's not done. Isn't that something? Even if it looks like it's not even done. Because as soon as you make a statement of faith, because that's what all this is about, and you vocalize that thing, that I'm standing for my healing, or I have something like Sister Chrissy gave testimony to about that little growth. And I even remember Moki had that meat mold, and that thing was just getting bigger and bigger. And how it looked like it wasn't, gonna do what she spoke to it, which was the word of God. But after a while, let me tell you, because we don't get moved by what we see and no matter what it looks like, you continue to praise God for that. And after a while, that meat mold fell off. That growth fell off Dennis at the christening. That healing came then to Dennis. That's what I'm talking about. That manifestation shows up, but whatever it is, so it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's the enemy's job to come at you. When you're standing in faith, it's his job to come at you. So if, don't get upset that he's coming at you. Don't get upset now all of a sudden you're standing for, for your finances. It seems like it got down lower than it's ever been. You're like, oh, Jesus, what's this? I said I'm standing for my finances. Lord, what's up? What's up, Jesus? What's up, Jesus? And I still got a couple more bills to pay. That's the trick of the enemy, to mess with your head, to try to convince you it matters what you see. No, it doesn't. That's the world's thinking. He told us don't be moved by what we see or what we hear. We're only supposed to be moved by the word of God. We're supposed to speak the word of God, believe the word of God, and work the word of God. That's it. Because the enemy's job Believe it or not, as quiet as it's, cut, it's kept, is to kill, steal, destroy. That's his mission 24-7. And if quiet as it's kept, if you don't know it, he hates you, okay? He's not your friend. Every day, it's his mission to come after you one way or the other. But it's your job to not be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you hear or what you feel. Do you hear me today, saints? And I came across a definition of the word patience because patience gets described so wrong and it has been for so long. So I said, let me set this record straight today because everybody feels when you say patience, that means you're supposed to endure. That's what patience means. No, it doesn't. Patience means never changing regardless of the circumstances. I'm gonna say it again because you need to write this down. Patience means 
never changing, regardless of the circumstances. And I'm telling you, if you go through the Word and you come across patience in there, holding on, standing, and put this phrase in there, never changing regardless of the circumstances, it'll change the flavor of that. And you'll be like, whoa, all right, sounds good. I know I can do that. Regardless of the circumstances, never change. Do you hear me? My dad always told us, never let him see you sweat, never. He said, I don't care what pressure comes, don't let him see you sweat. See, what he was saying was patience. Never changing, regardless. He said, they would not, he said they're not supposed to know the difference if you've got two pennies in your pocket or you got a thousand in your pocket. You're still supposed to have the same appearance. He always told us that. He said, none of that business. They don't have to know what you have in your pocket. You don't be running your mouth telling people what you have, what you don't have. He said, you walk like you got it. You're supposed to act like you got it. Our father's rich. You're not supposed to be moved. The bill comes in. Lord, I thank you. The bill's paid. Not, oh God, I got to calculate. I got to take so much money out this week, and then the next week I got to put this aside. I got to stash this over here and shift this around and move all that. No. Mm-mm. Whatever comes up, Lord, I thank you. Because I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to change the word that I've spoken over that situation, regardless of what comes up. You've got to understand it's going to come up. Crap's going to come up. Junk's going to come up. Satan's going to talk trash to you. He immediately comes to steal the word that's been planted. That's his job. If he's not doing that, something wrong with you. You're no threat to him. If Satan's not messing with you, you are no threat to him, and you need to check your walk out. Your relationship with God, you better check it out, because something is wrong with that picture. He don't need to go after his own. He goes after the one that's not his. Am I right? Now, this is not one of these messages I don't expect y'all to get with me, but it's all right. I just want you to listen, because I'm not looking for that. Now, regardless of what was told to you to discourage you, don't be moved by that. Deacon Weddington talked about that today. Because you may go to the doctors, or somebody may call you to HR, and maybe your company is being sold, and people are merging today left and right, and you know, they're saying this, that, and the other. You know, uh, you're probably going to lose your job, and this, that, and the other. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, I probably expected I'd probably be losing my job. And then you'll have somebody over that's locked into the word of God says, no, I don't expect to lose my job. In fact, I expect to get promoted. They'll look at you like, what you mean promoted? Who do you think you are? Child, I'm the righteousness of God. There's no way in the world I'm going to talk that dumbness over my life. He said, no, I'm the righteousness of God. I have a covenant with him. I'm not being moved by what I see or what I hear. I'm only going to be moved by the word of God. Do you understand me, saints? We have to watch the words that come out of our mouth. Death and life, pastor talked about that this morning, is in the power of our tongue. And if we keep running our mouth, saying what the world's saying, we're going to have what the world has. But God don't see us like that. God sees us victorious, overcomers, champions, healed. Righteousness of God. That's the way God sees us. We need to see ourselves the same way. The favor of God is on our life. That's the way we're supposed to see ourselves. We're supposed to expect the favor of God every day we wake up. Before you leave the house, speak the favor of God. Lord, I thank you. The favor of God is on my life today. And I expect to see the unexpected today. 
When they say receive the unexpected, it doesn't mean that you're not expecting it. You're not expecting it to come the way it comes. That's what that means. You didn't expect to see it come the way it came. Because I used to hear that, expect the unexpected, so then you weren't expecting it. The Lord corrected me, said, no, that's not what they're saying. I said, oh, now that makes sense. You know, because see, sometimes you forget the Lord works this way, this time, and it come up again, he gonna work it the same way. No, no, no. That, the Lord don't work that way. He always comes a different way. Now, just like when Jesus healed the blind man, and he made the spittle and put on their eyes, he didn't call all the disciples and say, come on, boys. Get down here, and I want you to make all the spitballs you can make and put them in a bag and follow me. So every blind person that comes along, we're going to pop these, these spitballs on them, and they're going to see their, they're going to get their sight. He, he didn't say that, did he? He did that one time. He made the spitballs, put them on the eyes, he received the sight. So see, if you think you can figure out how guys want to do it, stop. Stop. Just, just stop. See, that's what's wrong with the believers. Well, I know the Lord's going to do it this way. If he did it for him, he's going to do it for me. He probably will, but he's not going to do it for you the way he did it for him or her or the situation. That's why it's for you not to give up. Don't give up, no matter what it looks like. I don't care how close their timeline gets. Don't give up up. Do you hear me? Don't give up, saints. Don't give up. Please don't give up. God said he's not going to let us be made ashamed. He's not going to let us be made ashamed. In Hebrews 6 and 12, we, and this is in the NIV, we do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith, impatience, meaning never changing, regardless of the circumstances, Inherit what has been promised. Isn't that something? God does not want us to become lazy. And we do. We get lazy. Oh, man, why I got to keep confessing? Man, why I got to keep saying that word over and over? You better say it over and over. That's your weapon, the word of God. The word of God is our weapon. God and his word are the same. That's what fights for us. That's what keeps our faith out there in the field. Keeps it working until that manifestation shows up. That's why it's so important not to give up. Don't cave in. Don't quit. You've got almighty, not just mighty God, almighty God. Do you understand? We've got almighty God. He's got our back. I heard one pastor say, the Lord, every time something came up, he says, no, calm down. I got you. I got you. The Lord gave Mo. God makes everything come out right for me. And that's what I, I lock into that. So the Lord will give you a word. And that's the word you speak over the situation. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how many times it raises his ugly head. I got you. Well, God makes everything come out right. And you say that thing over and over. You keep it applying that thing. And you know what? That will make sure you stay stabilized and focused. You won't cave in. You won't get discouraged. Say, no, no, no. God's got my back. He's got my back. I'm not going to be made ashamed. I'm not going to look bad because, see, you look bad, he looks bad. He ain't going to look bad. Oh, it ain't going to happen. You hear me? It's not going to happen. No. 
I don't care if it looks worse than it ever looked before. God is not going to let you be made ashamed. He's not going to do it. He loves us too much. So we need to stop looking like we don't have a friend in the world. We've got the friend. God is my friend. I'm his friend. He cares for me. He makes ways for me. He's working behind the scenes when I don't even know what he's working on behind the scenes. Things I don't even know he needs to be working on, he's working on. I don't even know it. Until something comes, I said, oh my God, Lord, thank you. I didn't even know I needed him working on that. That's how good God is. Isn't that amazing? Things that he's working on, you didn't even know it needed to be worked on. But he's steadily working for us. And the beautiful part about it, he doesn't get you or me mixed up. He ain't like, oh, man, I can't at the door. I think I'm supposed to go to the dentist. You know, sometimes family, they give something to somebody. I know mommy was good for that. She said, oh, I, meant, I didn't mean to get that to you. I meant to get that to so-and-so. But see, the Lord is so good. He doesn't get us mixed up. If you come to him with a situation, he's not going to give you an answer to somebody else. He can bring it directly to you. He's going to bring it directly to you and work out that situation. I, saints, I love the Lord so much. He's done so many things and continues to do so many things. Like, he's so full of surprises, like every day. I said, okay, Lord, what you going to surprise me with today? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just bold enough to say that. Yeah. And I'm looking hard as a dog, you hear me? Like a hungry dog, I'll be getting up looking. Everywhere I go, I expect favor to show up. I expect something to work out good for me. I do. I even email my daughter, okay, but what's going on today? I said, I know something good didn't happen to you. Tell me, talk to me. Or I'll, I'll call her phone, hey, Mo, how's your day going? Mom, let me tell you. And you know what? That's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be excited. We are the righteousness of God. We're not supposed to walk around here looking like we don't have any hope. We got all the hope in the world. Do you hear me? Because we have almighty God. That's why we can't afford to give up and miss out on all the good things God has for us. I said, Lord, I heard today, this week, I said, you know what? I am not going to allow anything God has sent to me to be stamped, return to sender. Do you hear me? I said, no way. I am not going to allow anything that God has for me, sent to me, and has to sit there and get stamped, return to sender. Because I'm so busy whining and complaining, throwing in the towel. And, Man, I thought it was going to be happening by now. What's going on? How come the Lord didn't answer me? What's, what, he don't, he don't love me? I can't believe this happened to me. Because, see, I don't want to get to heaven, and there's a room full of packages all stamped, return to sender. Mm, no. Because I know when I pray, he hears me. And I know, number two, I'm standing in faith. So I'd be out of my mind to give in, to cave in, and to quit. I don't care what your situation is right now. I had situations going on in Philadelphia last week. And, you know, it shook me up a little bit. You know, I'll tell you, it shook me up a little bit. But let me tell you something. You know the Lord worked that thing out? I called for help. I got help from the Lord. I got natural help down here and help from the Lord. Do you hear what I say? I mean, jumped on it. And the Lord turned that around. I mean, worked it out better than I, I couldn't have come up with that. I couldn't have come up with that. People said, man, I never could have forget. That's right. Because see, God is the God of the impossible. 
If it's possible, it, if it's possible to you, mm-mm, no, that's not it. It's got to be impossible to you. That's what God loves. Those things, when you know you can't do nothing but trust God. Lord, I can't do nothing. You know what? I'm to the point now, I don't even care if it's a simple thing that I could just maybe write a check, say a few words, make a phone call, and it be worked out. I don't even do that. I still say, Lord, I need you to handle this for me. Lord, help me. Tell me what to say. It don't have to be a long prayer. We got one-worders. We got one-worders. Let me tell you what that is. And you can use this every day, 24 hours. You know what it is? Help. Help. He knows your help from my help. I'm telling you. And you know what? It works. That was brought to my attention because I had cut it down to three words. Lord, help me. And he said, no, you can take it further than that. You can just say help. Just say help. When people drowning, they don't say, oh, Father God, I need you to come by and help me, please. Help me, Jesus. They say, help. And help gets attention. It does. Just the word help will get his attention. I said, you know what, that's good enough for me because sometimes you're in a situation, you don't have time for all that, you know, all the other stuff. So you can squeeze our help, can't we? I know it sounds funny, but Lord knows it's the truth. That's why there's no reason to give up, no matter what it looks like. We have so much word today. It is everywhere. On your phone, on your iPad, you can take it anywhere. You can plug them in your ears while you're driving. You're on your job. You, it's so much word, it makes no sense that the believers aren't believing. It, it just makes no sense to me. I said, Lord, what is wrong with these people? What is wrong? I have to even catch myself. I, I'm not, don't, please don't feel that I'm saying I'm so holy and righteous. No. I miss it. But I said, okay, wait a minute, wait, whoa. Get it together. Get focused. Speak the word. Remember now. Remember the word of God says. And you get back Get back. He, he's not over there with big belt said, you dummy, I thought I told you. To, now nah, I get to come back and tell you the same thing again. No. Our father is so loving. You see, remember? Remember my promises? My promises are yes and amen. Remember what I told you? Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Don't give up. Well, Lord, I'm so unworthy. I did this, that. Listen, he knows you're human. He knows we doubt sometimes. He knows we get fearful. He doesn't want us to, but he knows we get fearful. That doesn't stop him from loving us. It doesn't. He knows we run to the world before we run to him. He knows that. He knows that. You don't have to be embarrassed. We all, we've all done it. Well, let me go to the world and see what they say. Well, let me go to this bank and see if they'll do it. Well, let me go to this one. Let me go to that one. Well, that didn't work well. Let me go ask the Lord to see what he said about it. No. Go to him first. And that'll chop down a lot of those layers and wasted time running to this one, that one, the other. Go to God first, saints. Go to him. Faith. Wait a minute, where's my note? What is impossible with man is possible with God. We'll say it again. What is impossible with man is possible with God. 
Mark 10 and 27. For with God, all things, not some things, all things are possible. That's why no matter what it looks like, don't give up. With God, all things are possible. If you're standing for a home, if you're standing for a new job, whatever you're standing for, with God, with God, all things are possible. Now, with God, you've got to use your faith. You've got to have faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. So please don't think, well, I'm just going to keep quoting the word whether I believe it or not. I'm just going to keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it, and it's going to turn up. No, it's not. No, I hate to break it to you, but I'm going to break it to you. No, it's not. It don't show up like that. It won't. Because the essential ingredient is faith that you left out. You got to have faith. You have to have faith. You must have faith. It's a, it's a requirement. It is the requirement. If you're going to get action from the throne, you better have faith. You have to. He didn't say you had to have tons of faith. He, when we took Jesus as our personal Savior, we accepted him as our personal Savior, we were all given the measure. Not a measure. It's a big difference. The measure. Meaning, there's not another one out there floating. You got the faith. Now, it's what you do with the faith, the measure that he gave you. Well, how come this person, man, they get like, everything they stand for, they believe for? There you go, believe for. Everything they speak look like they get it because they are believing. They're working their faith. It's like muscles. We all have them. It's like a brain. We all have them, but do you use it? When you leave here, you're going to have muscles. Now, if you work the muscles while you're here, they're, gonna be, they're not going to look like the guy that didn't use this. They're just a bunch of flab. But if you work that muscle, keep working those muscles, you say, man, boy, they don't look like they're that age. No, because they're working the muscles. Well, faith is the same way. He said, man, how come look like every time I turn around, they got a praise report because they're working their faith muscles. Don't get jealous. You can't convince that person about giving up. They say, you done lost your mind. You think I'm giving up for what the Lord's doing in my life? I ain't no way. Every time I go to him, I don't care what. I believe God, and you know what? It shows up. And sometimes come faster than I even thought it was going to come. Sometimes as I'm speaking it, it's right outside my door. That fast, whoa, I got an answer suddenly. I'm telling you, why would you give up? When you're promised, and something is we have a father that loves to give us surprises. He loves giving us surprises. I look for mine every day. It's like the favor of God. When the Lord do something in your life, Lord, that's the favor of God. And the more you say that's the favor of God, the more favor you're going to get. How do you think you feel if every time you did something for your child, they just went past you and didn't? Don't say nothing. <laughs> See, I have a problem with that. See, you're going to have to say something to me. I'm sorry. You're going to have to say thank you. You need to. That's just, just, just good etiquette. That's just common sense to me. 
But yet and still, our Heavenly Father is doing something for us every day, and we don't even take the time to thank him or even acknowledge this is the favor of God. Don't even. Don't even care. Just expecting it. Oh, he'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. Don't be so confident that way. That's the wrong kind of confidence. You need to acknowledge it's the favor of God so the world can know who's doing this. This is not my doing. That's why I tell people, no, 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 no. This is God's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. You hear me? When the Lord does, uh-uh, no. This is God's doing, not mine. What I did is I furnished the faith, and I said, you know, I believe you, Lord. You tell me to believe, I believe. You made the promise that I found it in your word, I believe. And when it shows up, hey, this is God's doing. God did it. And it's marvelous in our eyes. And everybody else is doing this. They say, how in the world did that happen to you? Because he's going to do for me what he ain't going to do for the other fellow that don't believe. It's just that simple. Lord, I believe. Say it. Lord, I believe. Mean that thing. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I trust you. Yes, you're doing it. Lord, I thank you. You're working it out every day for me. I thank you. I'm not leaning to my own understanding. I'm not. I'm not going to let my heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I'm not going to cave in. I'm not going to quit. I don't care what. I don't care what it looks like. Because I believe. Lord, I know you're with me. See, it's already been done. It's already been done. Well, how come I don't see it? Well, do you believe it? Do you expect it? My sister says something every day. She says, oh, let me go out here to the mailbox. See my money. That's right. And you know what? That's what we're supposed to say. We're supposed to expect it every day. Because one day you go to the mailbox, the Lord's going to say, surprise. Here it is. But you've been calling in, so here it is. Don't get weary in well-doing. Not dreaded doing. Well doing. See, a lot of times we make it a dreadful thing. Oh, man. I got to pray. Man. I got to read the Bible. Oh, my God. Lord, I just don't feel like this. You mean I got to turn it on my plate? Oh, my God, I don't feel like this. The Lord never said you had to pray for an hour, two hours, 10 hours, 20 hours. He didn't say that. But you need to get quiet so he can talk to you and you can talk to him, and you have relationship, conversation. Not you doing all the talking. Shut up. Shut up. Sometimes we got a whole running list trying to tell the Lord, I need this. He knows that. One minute the Lord was trying to tell him where to go, he wanted to show him where his next house was, and he said, Lord, you know I don't live there, I live down there. He said, Really? Seriously? You think I don't know where you live at? And that's what the Lord is with us. Seriously? You think I don't know what's going on? Now, do you want me to work this out? You don't want to give me all the ins and outs? Lord, this is a concern. I have a concern about this, that, and the other. All right. I'm going to roll the care over on you like you told me to do. Thank you. And the Lord says, I'll handle it for you. All I want you to do is trust me. It'll work out. And I'm going to surprise you. You'll see. You'll see how good it's going to be. That's right. My dad loves surprises. He loved giving us surprises. 
That man love giving surprise. I said, now if daddy, this daddy down here, love giving surprise, what you think about my heavenly daddy? Why would you give up? Why would you get discouraged when he has got package after package waiting for you? What's your name on it? And his angels have to come down there and take those packages, stamp it, return it, and take off and take it right on back. I said, mm-mm. When Pastor Dua showed that thing, on, that time on the screen with all those angels, with all their arms, just, their wings were just folded. Because we, as believers, not believing, not giving them orders, not sending them, not calling them in. So they just had their heads down, wings folded. Said, man, this job's getting boring. Them people ain't even putting us to work. All these thousands and thousands of angels assigned to them and they won't even, won't even use us. What's the deal with that? I thought they loved God. They know we're assigned to them. What's wrong with them? No, but they'd rather turn their back and whine and complain. Man, this don't look good. I don't think God's going to come through for us. He comes through every time. He's just waiting. What is wrong with my people? Why don't they trust me? Why don't they love me? Why are they so quick to throw in the towel? Why do they get so discouraged? What is wrong with us? I said, Lord, no. This time, I'm telling you, saints, you're talking about the great breaking loose? This is it. Do you hear me? 2016 is the great breaking loose year. Well, this year is almost up. What can happen between the... So much is waiting to come forth. So much is ready to manifest in our lives in this year. Do you hear? Do you know what the Lord can do in a minute? 24 hours. I've seen him change situations in my life in 24 hours. It was like a disaster this day, and he just changed it. It was like a whole nother world the next day. Matter of minutes, seconds, somebody give me a phone call, rock my world, and the Lord will have somebody else come by and say, you know what? Don't worry about that. I can fix that for you. You can? Yep. Calm down. It's going to be all right. And the Lord worked through that individual, worked through that place, and let me tell you something. That fast has changed. I could have never came up with it because I didn't have to. All I had to do was roll the care over on the Lord. Because he cares for me. He cares for you. He does. He doesn't want us to give up no matter what it looks like. Do you understand me? It doesn't matter what it looks like. Oh, my God, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what you feel like today. Maybe you didn't even feel like coming here today, but thank God you did. And after coming here, God's going to bless you for coming. He is. If we could just bring our minds in when we come here, Lord... I'm coming and I'm going to release whatever it is that concerns me. I'm going to roll the care over. I'm just going to shut it down. I'm going to shut this thing down. Because see, the enemy just keeps bringing that thing. Well, I don't know if it's the Lord talking to me over. Yes, you do. Because the enemy is a harasser. He keeps gunning it, hitting you, hitting you left and right. The Lord will come in such a sweet way. This is what I want you to do. This is all you have to do. Don't worry about it. I got your back. I've got a whole, I mean, so many scriptures that I haven't been able to get into yet. But I have next week, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
But I, when I first, I was getting kind of worked up because I said, Lord, I don't even know where to start. And I talked to somebody and they said, you know what? Just hit it hard from the beginning and work your way back. Instead of working it to the end, to take the end, the end and bring it to the beginning. Now, I want to read something to you. Overthrowing reasonings and every high thing that lifts itself up against the knowledge of God and lending captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, so many times this is what happens. The reasonings get in our way. We try to reason everything. Well, if I reason this out and it looks like this, that, and the other, it'll go against the word that you've heard when God says he makes everything right. You understand what I'm saying? Because, see, you have heard the word. You've read the promise. But your reasonings will reason you right out of the word. You just reason you right on out why it's not going to happen because you let this brain, your human reasonings, run you right on out past the word of God. Saints today, stop it. Stop it. Stop the reasoning. We don't need to reason. We got the word of God. You've got the word of God. Take it, use it, speak it, work it. Sometimes we work our physical bodies harder than we've ever worked the Word of God. Shame on us. You can work your body, um, work it, work it, work it, but when they say work the Word, you throw the towel in so easily, so quickly. And you know what? My time is up. I'm going to leave you with this. Stay steady. Stay strong. Stay steady. Stay strong. Because fear will leave and faith will come if you stay steady, stay strong. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 